Let's read some Glitch in the Matrix stories, part 187. Aliens or angels, I still don't know, but I know they're playful. Hi, Antitrix. Hi. Antitrix, that's like a very cute little variation. I love your stories so much, I swear they open my eyes more to the world around me. Yeah. The story is a bit weird, even to myself, and I'll try to explain it as best I can. It wasn't until recently when I had this memory unlocked. I was scrolling through Instagram Reels at night, and I came across this video of an alien sighting in Puerto Rico many years ago. In essence, the creator of the video was explaining how in 2013 in Aguadilla, Puerto Rico, I don't know if I said that right, the Custom and Border Patrol catched something on their radar and sent out a pilot to investigate. The pilot was able to record it. I'll paste a link to a video similar to the post I saw about it, and it was an orb or a disc like UFO that split into two as it was in flight. Split into two? That's interesting. This is where something started sparking in me. For context, I'm from Puerto Rico, grew up on the island until I was about 11 or 12 years old, now 24. I went to the comment section of the video and started reading stories from other people on the island sharing their experiences with UFOs, and they were all the same. Flying lights in the sky, playful. That's when the memory hit me like a double-decker bus. I remember I was visiting and staying with my grandma in... Huamacao, Puerto Rico, and one night, me and my cousin, visiting her grandma, my cousin's sister, were sitting out on the balcony of the second story of my grandma and her sister's house. In Huamacao, I'm so sorry, I'm definitely not pronouncing these. Living deep in the mountains, the skies are crystal clear at night with no light pollution, and since there isn't Wi-Fi or food reception, food reception, good reception, I got it. Since there isn't Wi-Fi or good reception, it's not much else to do but enjoy the nature around you. Me and my cousin were about nine or ten years old at the time we were just talking when something in me told me to look up. I don't know how to describe it. It wasn't a voice. It was a feeling, like a pull. So I looked up and my cousin followed my gaze. That's when we saw it, or rather, them. It was two orbs of light, one pale pink and the other pale blue. They were absolutely beautiful. It's like they were playing in the sky. They were going around in circles, peeking in and out of the clouds. It looked almost as if they were playing tag with one another. I remember feeling a wave of peace and relaxation wash over me as I stared in awe. I didn't dare take my eyes away from them until they were out of sight. At the same time, me and my cousin looked at each other with wide eyes, both of us slightly scared but more astounded than anything, and just ran inside to wake my grandmother and tell her what we just saw. We told her, and my grandma just warmly smiled. My grandma, she's very religious, Catholic, as is much of the island, or was at the time. She told us that they were angels playing in the sky, and that she had seen them too. She even told us that once, many, many years ago, one of them visited her at night, and it floated right where we stood, near the door of the bedroom. She told us how she felt safe and at peace when the guardian angel visited her, and that they're here to watch and protect over us. Fast forward to today, now thinking about this memory, I don't know if the floating orbs of light in the sky were aliens or angels. I myself am also Catholic, but I also believe that God did not just create life on Earth, that life is all across this vast expanse of space. Perhaps they were angels or visitors from another planet, but who knows? It's interesting to me that to this day, so many people on the island witness them. I wonder if the orbs are the same ones me and my cousin saw that day. And here is the YouTube video. Founded by Florida, Bermuda, and Puerto Rico, the Bermuda Triangle is the epicenter for unexplained phenomena. And Puerto Rico's close proximity to this region may explain why it's a known hotbed for UFOs. Now, there have been countless UFO sightings over the years, but many experts consider this next piece of footage the gold standard. Take a look for yourself. It's just after dark on August 25th, 2013 in Aguadilla, Puerto Rico. The crew of a United States Customs and Border Patrol plane is taking off for a routine mission when they notice a strange pinkish light approaching from the northwest. They turn on their thermal imaging camera to track the object. And this is what they see. Let's take a closer look. It appears to be a metallic sphere moving fairly quickly around the airport. 
Then it heads out over the ocean where it does something truly unexpected. Did you catch what happened? Let's zoom in. The object seems to splash down in the water before re-emerging seconds later. Even more bizarre, the object then splits into two separate craft. And people, there is no known Earth technology that can do that. After nearly four minutes, the object disappears from view. Now, Puerto Rico is the location for several sightings of so-called USOs, unidentified submerged objects. Back in the 1990s, a Navy helicopter pilot allegedly saw an unidentified dark underwater mass during a training exercise. Another published report describes a similar incident in 1963 during an anti-submarine exercise led by the USS Wasp. They keep talking about these incidents occurring around their aircraft carriers, naval ships. Puerto Rico. Long history of interesting sighting. Very long history. What makes this video so special is that it comes straight from a million dollar infrared camera mounted on a government plane. There's a ton of data to analyze here. So what do our experts think? It's a credible case. It's a credible video. Richard Hoffman heads the Scientific Coalition for Unidentified Aerial Phenomenon. First question, is the video real? The telemetry you see on the screen showing GPS location identically matched what you had with radar. So there really was an aircraft. Next, Hoffman's team determines the object's temperature to help identify it. They compare the heat signature of the craft to some cows on the ground in this frame at the top of your screen. We broke the video into 256 shades from white to black, all different shades of gray. And we were able to match that up with the temperature of the cows to match the temperature of the object. The object was roughly at about 104 degrees. Right away, that eliminates a jet engine, which emits exhaust 15 times hotter. The thermal signature doesn't match anything that we know now, and there's no sign of any kind of, like, propulsion system on this. Then they figure out the object's size using this frame. When the object goes behind a light post, two pixels wide. Okay, well, the object went behind it and was blanked out. So, doubt, maybe it's two pixels. That's why we come up with it. It's about three to five feet in diameter. Based on that analysis, Hoffman says the most likely earthly explanations are eliminated. We ruled out that it wasn't a balloon. It was about 18 mile an hour winds from the northeast. And this object was going in opposite directions from that. So it, it's clearly not a balloon. What about a drone? Our aviation expert, Tim McMillan, is skeptical. How are you achieving flight uh, without an airfoil, without an angle attack, without wings, to simplify it? You know, how are you doing that? And finally, a bird? We took a look at thermal signatures of birds and various other objects, and it doesn't match anything like this. And there you go. It's, it's unidentified. It's not from any place here. So is it proof or not? Well, you might think it's a bird, a balloon, or a man-made aircraft but it is hard to explain how this goes in and out of the water and splits. So folks, 
we're going to call this a UFO. You almost never see an object like this going into and out of the water. Short Cast Club.